0: featuring special kid-friendly events, the Country Showdown at 3 and the Kingdom All-Star Band at 7. Tomorrow, the fair honors our troops with free admission. Visit vtfair.com for details and enjoy farm tractor pulling and ATV UTV racing. Friday is Lumberjacks Day, highlighted by the Jack and Jill Lumberman's Contest at the Caledonia County Fair through Sunday in Lindenville. back uh, coming up on the program tomorrow I'm going to head down the road we'll be at Red Hand Cafe and Bakery among the guests that will be joining us we'll talk with uh, single payer advocate Dr. Deb Richter also uh, we'll be chatting with uh, my two radio pals, compadres uh, Louis Mano and Jim Connor will be joining us coming up at about 10.15 tomorrow Uh, One of the few regrets that I have about this radio program, and I would dare say that I have very, very few, was that I never had the opportunity to have my dad on this program. And I I blew it. Um, You would have loved him. He was just a really wonderful guy, probably the most enthusiastic person I've ever met in my life. He uh, passed away three years, a little over three years ago. And he wrote this wonderful book about a historical figure in Savannah, Georgia, where he and my mom moved to after my dad had a very successful career as a New York City securities lawyer. And he wrote this really wonderful book about Mary Telfair. And that could have been my excuse and opportunity to get him on the program. But as I say, um, you know, I, I blew it. So you try to learn from your mistakes, right? So one of the things that I did after that was that I grabbed uh Ken Squire here at the radio station and told him that I was going to interview him and put him on the program and I would I would say you know I I am really proud of that interview it was one of the f- most fun interviews that I've had and I thought it was uh just a, a really um a really great insight into uh, uh um somebody that I consider also to be a bit of a father figure as well so um, my mom comes up and visits here during the summers and so this summer she was Really, as I said before, kind and gracious enough to allow me to, uh, to you know, put her a little bit on the hot seat. She welcomed it, said, you know, ask me anything that you want. And so I took a little bit of a page out of the uh, National Public Radio, kind of the story core approach here, and just asked my mom a little bit about her life. And as, um, uh, you know, it sometimes <laughs> happens with these things. I just wound up hearing some incredible stories, some really wonderful stories about my family that I didn't even know. So I want to uh, start here with uh, my mom talking about growing up. And she was, uh, uh, let me see how I can do this tactfully here. My mom was uh, born in 1933. I'm not going to tell you how old she is. Perhaps you might even be able to do the math yourself. Uh, she is in great health and in great shape, and as I mentioned, lives down in Savannah, Georgia. And she was uh, born in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. And I'm gonna uh, we'll pick up the story there when I asked her. And then she moved back to Bridgeport, Connecticut, where her dad had grown up. And uh, we uh, we we pick up the story. Actually, yeah, sure. didn't even remember moving. I mean, I sort of remember something at four, but maybe.
1: Yeah, I sort of remember. I sort of remember my my dad. Of course, went to the University of maryland dental school um and i yes i sort of remember it being a big city and whatever and when i moved uh we moved to my dad as i said earlier i think that we moved to my dad's hometown um it was much smaller of course so now part of this is because I was four and everything looked big to me right. so I'm sure if I were to go to Baltimore today it wouldn't look as big as it did then but um, we we lived there and my grandmother and grandfather lived across town so it was nice to grow up and have my grandparents n- nearby um, as my boys grew up with um, my husband's mother and father nearby I think that was a great advantage and since I was the only grandchild um, I really could take advantage of my wonderful wonderful grandfather. Tell me about your grandfather Uh, My grandfather was in the heating business, the plumbing and heating business and I can tell you a funny story about my grandfather if you'd like me to do that um, he was one of the first people in town that bought a Model C car and of course long before before I was born but um, he bought this car and drove it around, drove it from the showroom, went down to the showroom, bought the car drove it home, drove all around town there was no such thing, of course, as driver's ed in those days or something. So he just mm. went down and they said, Here is what you do and drive off. And I know he told this story to me years and years later. And he said it was about two months before he realized that you could put the car in reverse. Oh. He had always been driving straight, straight out. And I said to him, because at this time, I think I was probably driving myself. And I said to him, well, how did you do this? He said, I'd just go around the block if I needed to. He said, I didn't need to back up. I'd just go around the block. And he'd park out on the street. There was no such thing then as a built-in garage. He later added a garage to his house. But that was after he learned how to back up. So... Uh, anyway he was he was just a a wonderful wonderful person and really a beloved person in the city and the city you know i don't know what if anyone has a an idea of what connecticut cities are like now and i'm talking about hartford as well because i know hartford isn't doing economically isn't doing that well but when i was a little kid growing up um Bridgeport had a huge, huge um, GE company. They had Bridgeport Brass was huge. Um, Probably uh, 25% of the population probably was employed by these people. and, And these were pretty much all jobs where you could really earn a living and live a middle-class life with these jobs this was not service businesses this was real jobs um who were inventors and engineers and people like that so um there was there was a lot of prosperity and practically no unemployment now of course all of those things have changed and um I'm. I don't know what it is. I haven't been back there in many, many years. But I'm sure the unemployment is high. I know the unemployment is high in Hartford as well. It probably would be in New Haven if it weren't for Yale being there, that is a huge employer. But Connecticut cities, I don't believe, are doing that well these days. This was. This
0: is your grandfather. This was um, my dad's father. Harold's father. Yeah. Okay.
1: And okay. Yeah. What, what? What about your grandmother? My grandmother is what was what is known as a stay-at-home mom, and um, my dad had one brother and two sisters, so she had four children to look after, without the conveniences that we have today. So uh, she was she was definitely at home, but my grandfather was my favorite of all people forever. Wow. So
0: what, what is it about him? I mean, when you talk about him, I mean, it's so interesting. What, what was it about him? He was, was so... the
1: sweetest man who was loved in the community and did a lot of good in the community for a lot of people that really didn't even know about it. Um, he was just a very good-hearted, friendly, nice person. When you, um,
0: when you grew up, were you, uh, were you a good student?
1: I'd like to think so.
0: Tell me more about that. Were you were you somebody that would be well? I, skip, a, I skipped.
1: I uh, skipped the fourth grade. Okay, because, I never knew that. Oh, okay. Well, you're learning too, yeah, along, with your, along with your along with your listening am. audience. Yeah. Um, well, I was in third grade, and the teachers thought that I was sort of bored. I'm not going to say I was causing trouble, because I'd like to think I wasn't causing trouble. But I could have been causing a little trouble. And they got a hold of my mother and father and said, we think if we had her skip the fourth grade that that would be good. And the only thing that... I've never been very good at fractions, and I have a feeling that's something they taught in the fourth grade, so i've never been really good at that, but that's okay. I have a calculator now, so i'm perfectly fine
0: let's um let, let's talk about your um your mom um because we mentioned that your father was a dentist so and i don't know if that's how you were answering the question that I asked you before but tell me tell tell me about your mom
1: my mom was um the kind of person that could do everything and she did it better than anybody else so being raised in that house the standards were pretty high uh my mother was uh german both her mother and father were german and um she was what i would call a typical german she was very fastidious um She ran my father's dental office for a long time. Oh, okay. And um, then she got a job as a buyer in a gift shop. And she retired from that job. So she had that job for a long time. But she she did everything well. And I try.
0: Maybe that's, you know, maybe why i had the high standards that that i had to to live by too
1: well i did have high standards in my house um as far as i was extremely fussy about neatness and there i ran into a little problem because some people in the house were a little more cooperative about being neat than others so not wanting to totally alienate my children the one that wasn't too fussy about this, I decided that we would live with his bedroom door closed because um i I was not going to lose my child over this, so and I had to pass their bedroom doors to get to my bedroom, so um I said we'll solve this problem. just close the door, and that's what we did so all all has been fine.
0: Well, and it was it was also acceptable for that that person um, to put their clothes underneath the bed as long as it was really it was out of sight and out of mind.
1: Uh, that person had to pick up before the cleaning ladies came, and I would say not. I was not in the room when I said this because I would not look at it, but I would say cleaning ladies can't clean if they can't find the floor so everything has to be off the floor off the furniture so they can vacuum and dust and that was adhered to pretty well
0: and I can, I can tell you um, by the way the, the cleaning lady quote unquote these people that were supposed to be showing up uh, that was actually my mother that was sort of the, the euphemism uh, we'll get back to uh, some of uh, the further discussion I had with uh, my dear mom uh, You'll hear a little bit about my father, I'm a really truly great man. You'll hear about my brother as well, too, another truly great person out there. Uh, you'll also hear a little bit how I got into this this whole business as well, too, which I can really credit my mother for being the the uh, the real inspiration on that as well, too. So uh, we'll get to more of that as we proceed here throughout the course of the morning. We'll also check in with our White House crew to begin. Hour number two and i uh, love to hear from you you're welcome to join us on the program at two four four seventeen seventy seven that's our local number in central vermont you can also reach us toll free at eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five coming up friday on the program we're going to talk with some of the folks that are involved with the uh, opera version of uh... Jew Divine, and we'll also talk with the university of vermont president tom sullivan that'll be coming up on the program on friday on Thursday, tomorrow. Uh, yes, today's Wednesday. Thursday, tomorrow, we're going to be heading down the road to uh, Red Hen Cafe and Bakery, right off of Interstate 89, Exit 9 in Middlesex, and uh, see just you know how many how many Danish I can uh, eat in one show. No, we're not going to be doing that. Have a nice discussion with uh, some folks down there, including my original radio partners, Louie Mano and Jim Conant, will be uh, joining us coming up on the program tomorrow. Uh, God only knows what we're going to do, but I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure at the very least it'll be amusing. that That I can assure you. We'll take a short break. We'll be back right after these important announcements. Greg posted, My brother just got a new Accord. Hashtag, yes, I'm jealous. And his brother replied, Outdid my little brother once again. Hashtag, my Accord rules. Okay, guys. Come check out the Honda Summer Clearance Event, where you can get a Honda Accord to call your own. It comes with rearview camera and text message reader standard. And it's from KBB.com's best overall brand. Uh, no way he's getting the same car as me. Okay, let's take a look at the Civic then. It also comes with standard rearview camera and text message reader. It's a 2015 IIHS Top Safety Pick and a KBB.com Best Buy. That Sounds awesome. Cool. Love you, bro. Love you, too. Hurry into the Honda Summer Clearance Event for 0.9% APR financing on the 2015 Accord and Civic for well-qualified buyers. To learn more, visit your local North Country Honda dealer or online at northcountryhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. SMS compatible with select phones with Bluetooth your wireless carriers rate plans apply. 2015 Kelley Blue Book brand image awards are based on the brand watch study from Kelley Blue Book Market Intelligence. Award calculated among non-luxury shoppers. For more information, visit kbb.com. Kelley Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelley Blue Book Company, Incorporated.
1: It's back for its fifth great summer. Stowe Vibrancy's Art on Park Thursday evening series continues on Park Street this week with more than 30 artists and vendors. Food and music by Chad Hollister. Art on Park is a summer-long weekly festival of handcrafted products, specialty foods, and live music. Presented by many community-minded local businesses, Stowe Vibrancy and WDEV. Complete details available at stowevibrancy.com. Don't miss Art on Park Thursday evenings from 530 to 830 Park Street, Stowe.
0: Who's next? Uh, I am. Wow, that's a great price on the lobster. The lowest we've seen in years. I'll have two pounds, and can you lock that price in for me? Uh, I can't do that. Why not? Because, you know, the price of lobster goes up a lot. Packard Fuels does it. Packard Fuels sells inexpensive lobster? No, heating oil prices are at their lowest in six years, and they'll lock in that price for you so there's no unexpected hikes, and they'll spread your payments out over the year. I'm pretty sure we can't do that with the seafood, but it seems like such a reasonable way to do things, you know, now that I'm a Packard Fuels customer. Alas... Hey, boss, can we lock in the price on lobster? Is that another Packet Fuels customer? It does sound really reasonable. We don't do that with seafood. Packet Fuels is a family-owned business with 24-hour service and delivery of ultra-low sulfur heating fuel, as well as diesel delivery. Now's the time to lock in low heating oil prices with a smart Packet Pay plan. Call 262-FUEL or visit PacketFuels.com. That's 262-FUEL or PacketFuels.com. Here in the real world, we have hills, we have snow, we have chores. what? we don't have is time ventrac is your one tractor solution for all the jobs we face here in new england these tough versatile tractors can handle anything that you or mother nature can dish out champlain valley equipment in berlin vermont is your local ventrac dealer stop by today or call 802-223-0021 and schedule an on-site demo ventrac because life is not a level playing field online at champlainvalleyequipment.com We'll check in with our White House crew to uh, get the latest on this story. I would suspect it might be leading the news at the top of the hour. This is just incredible. This is uh, just in. A reporter and cameraman killed in a shooting during a live news broadcast. This happened down in Roanoke, Virginia. WDBJ killed in a shooting that took place during the live broadcast. 24-year-old Allison Parker, 27-year-old Adam Ward. Uh, authorities searching for a suspect. Footage of the shooting, showing Parker screaming and ducking as gunfire rang out, appeared on Facebook. No real indication, uh, any more details than that. Wow, what a story that is! So we'll get that at the top of the hour. Also checking with our White House crew to begin that. The uh, and I was actually looking up the uh, the uh, story that Donald Trump about his confrontation with a reporter, but obviously this one. Um, is a lot more a lot more serious than uh, than the that buffoon. I, you know, if you go, you know, this reporter works for a Spanish television station, Univision. Uh, you know, may very well be. Uh, you know, it looked like it's a Jorge Ramos. It looked like he might have been uh, went out of turn or something. But uh, Donald Trump was just so rude to this guy. What a you know, this guy is just such a bully, and telling him to sit down and. You know, even if the guy went out of order, uh, you know, was out of turn, not out of order, that's still the same thing, but you know what I mean. That's just not how you handle a situation like that. If you want to be president of the United States, geez, you know, show just a just a hint of class every now and then. Unbelievable. All right, uh, so we'll chat about those stories and more. Also, I'm going to share with you some more of the uh, interview that I had with... Um, one of the most interesting people that I've ever interviewed in 25 years on this program, and that would be the uh, the woman that gave birth to me. So I'll be featuring more of that coming up next hour as well, too. Love to hear from you. You can join us at 244-1777. That's our local number. Toll free 877-291-8255. Keep your dial right here. This is FM 96.1 WDEV Warren, broadcasting from the top of Sugarbush. You can find us at FM 96.5 in Berry and Montpelier, 101.9 in the Northeast Kingdom, and the flagship AM 550 WDEV, Waterbury, Montpelier. News is next.